Time for Tea with Makita is a podcast about redefining self-care. It's about looking at every aspect of our life from music, career, family and relationships and everything in between. It's about spilling tea on those conversations that sometimes are hard to have with other people. Well, we're not ashamed to have those conversations right here. So join me as I spill tea on every topic you ever thought about, talked about, or whispered about. Hey, y'all, it's definitely time for some tea. Welcome back. It is time for Tea with Makita. I want to, first of all, say thank you for sharing your time and your energy with me today. Today, we are spilling some delicious hot tea about healing and unmasking from our past to live a healthy life with medical intuitive Janine Turnbull, and she is the host of the Nude Beach podcast. So thank you for showing up and being here with us and spilling tea. Thank you for having me. I I love the opportunity. (laughs) Yes. So I'm glad to have you here. Um, I love the idea of unmasking from, you know, the emotional, the physical and the psychological trauma. I mean, we all carry our own little baggage with us. And sometimes we don't realize like we need to shed some of that and leave it yes. at the door. Oh, it's, it's totally true. Um, I like myself included, I actually developed this. This is my, my motto is unmasking from the past at the nude beach, right? Getting vulnerable. And it's because like, okay, so I used to actually, and this is a bit off topic. I used to bring people in to talk with them in my house naked um, years ago. Mm-hmm. And they would ask me why. And I said, because when you're not wearing the mask of the clothes that you're putting on, you become your true authentic self. And you're more vulnerable because you're literally stripped of everything. I don't do that now. I just use the quotes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the same thing. So when you're unmasking from this, you're becoming vulnerable and you're shedding all the stuff that no longer serves us. And we don't, like you said, we don't even, half the time don't even recognize that we are bringing baggage from pr- past traumas, past hurts. And trauma, again, doesn't have to be something huge. It could be something as little as scraping your knee, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so with that, like I help people to recognize these things within themselves, these patterns that keep occurring. And I help them kind of move past it and to un- unmask it in a fun, like whimsical way. So you're not getting stuck there, right? Because that's the hardest part. It's like, okay, well, I got work to do. I know that things need to change, but I don't want to look at that stuff because it's painful, right? Mm -hmm. And that's where I developed unmasking from the past at the nude beach. We're going to get vulnerable. We're not going to get naked, but in our our, uh, essence, we are, right? And then we can work through this and we have, it's like about laughing and just seeing, recognizing the dysfunction that plays. <laughs> Excuse me. That's and then okay. moving past that in very healthy, productive. <coughs> oh, excuse me. So sorry. It's very dusty where I'm living right now. That's um, okay. You're building a house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is so, okay. Um, with that being said, like we move people past these vulnerabilities and we do it in such a manner that they don't even realize it's happening. And all of a sudden they're like, oh my God, Janine. 
like this amazing stuff happened. And I'm like, well, look at what you did. They're like, well, I didn't really do much. I'm like, but you did a lot. And they're like, Mm -hmm. what? No, it wasn't like traditional therapy. Well, no, because we're not reliving it, right? (laughs) We're, We're shifting it. We're recognizing what happened. We're acknowledging it and we're building healthy patterns so we don't make those mistakes and bring that stuff. Because again, we spew it onto people unintentionally. And this happens in so many different aspects of our existence, right? It does. It happens so much. And I like the fact that you say, because you don't always want to stay there. Even with me, like I've been on this, like this really, this journey of really finding myself, discovering the why behind like some of my emotions and how I feel about certain things. And Mm. sometimes it's hard when you start confronting like, oh my gosh, so this is why I feel this way, or this is why, you know, I react in a certain way when I'm triggered, but I don't want to stay there because sometimes, like you say, it can, it can hold a lot of hurt and pain. So being yeah, able to do well, what it, it does, it re-traumatizes people and then they start looping there. Right. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed this, like even on my own personal journey, before I started helping other people and did like my schooling and everything, I was doing that. I was the most destructive person that you could ever meet. Like, oh man, I was ripping apart people and I had no clue I was doing it. I was just like off over there, happy as go lucky, but no, I was destroying everybody in my back. And then once I started to see like the same situation coming up, the same people, like not the same people, but the same situation with different people, Mm -hmm. like the same scenario over and over. I'm like, what is going on here? Why is this happening? Why can't I grow past this? Why? why?" And I thought that things were happening to me. Right. Mm -hmm. So then I, I started diving in and I realized it wasn't happening to me. It was happening for me to learn. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then like, after my studies, I went to counseling and I went to psychiatrists. I went to all these different things. And I found that I would stop because I would have to talk about the same trauma. And it was like my first trauma and then my second trauma. And like, I've gone, I've had many big things happen throughout my life from being sexually abused to being physically abused, emotional, mental, like I've had it all right. So I've lived on the streets. I've had addiction problems. Like you name it. I've, I've been there. And I would talk with these, these professionals and they would constantly bring me back there, but they wouldn't give me tools. Right. Mm-hmm. So I get stuck. And then I go on this downward spiral because I was feeling what was me. I was in that victim headspace. Right. So I was like, mm-hmm. well, you know, this is the reasoning why. So I'd make excuses. Well, I, I'm doing this because of that. And it wasn't being, it wasn't productive. Right. It was just yeah. per- perpetuating the, the cycle. Mm-hmm. And then, so through many years of my own development and I wound up going into school and then I learned into like spirituality and then I kind of combined the two, right? Mm-hmm. So you're getting more in touch with your soul. And then when I work with my clients and then you're also getting like the clinical, but you're not getting stuck there. You're getting the tools mm-hmm. so that you don't keep spiraling out because that's what happens. It, it's like, ripping off the band-aid and instead of stitching up the wound you're letting it all spew everywhere mm-hmm. and like that's the best metaphor I can make for it whereas like I found a technique that doesn't do that <laughs> and I know from many times of me going through that over and over again I was like there's gotta be a better way like this isn't helpful and it's making me more stressed Mm-hmm. And it's making everyone else around me more stressed because I'm projecting this onto people without realizing it. Right. And we do this. It's human nature because 
because of what we've gone through and the conditioning that we've gone through, we don't even recognize, like we were saying earlier, it, you, you don't recognize it. So when you start opening up these wounds, you need to have a fun way to counterbalance the emotion, right? You do. You need to have a clear path that will take you out <laughs> and not keep you stuck there. And a lot of times people, we, we do this because it's human behavior, we're like, oh no, and then we spiral and we loop and it's not fun. <laughs> no, and like you said, the looping and getting caught back into that mindset. And most people do that because they don't know what else to do. It's like, yeah. I, I did the work and now I'm here. But like you said, how do I get out of this? Like out of my own head to, to move forward. And that's what happens to a lot of people. You, mm -hmm. you do some work and you're still there. Yeah. And, and that's, that was my own experience for many, many years. And I went from different psychologists to different counselors to you name it. And I would constantly, it was the same thing over and over. And I'm like, oh, this isn't helping me. And everyone's like, it will help you. I'm like, but it's not, it's making it worse. Yeah. And I'm feeling crappier. And then I'm lashing out and I'm doing all these things that are not helping because it's only opening up the wound. So how can we fix this? Because uh -huh. <laughs> there's got to be an easier way. And that's where I started the nude beach, right? Uh -huh. And I was like, okay, guys, let's all get together and get vulnerable, but we're going to make it fun so that you're not stuck <laughs> because that's the thing. When you're working on yourself in any form or fashion, when you take yourself too seriously, uh -huh. it becomes a drag. That's with anything in life, right? So, yeah, and especially yeah. when you're working on your inner shadows and, and your past traumas or even shitty relationships that you're trying to get out of you need something to lift you up <laughs> you do but like yeah. you said every everyone's trauma is different so like you said your trauma can also it doesn't have to be <coughs> from necessarily something that you know happened to you like traumatic in your life like you said mm -hmm. it can be as simple as i fail years ago from riding a bike and now i don't want to ever get on a bike again because yeah. i associate this with this i with was fear yeah and pain I was talking to um, one of my friends and it's kind of off, but we were talking about the mountains and she was like, you know, when I think about the mountains, it's so relaxing and calm. And I said, I don't feel that way. When I think about the mountains, I see, I need to go hiking. I need to do this. I need to do that. Like, it doesn't settle my mind. She was like, why do you associate hiking with work and doing all this stuff? And I said, because growing up, you know, you, you go to the mountains, it's to hike, it's to camp, it's to do this, not to sit and watch so yeah. like it's the same kind of association when you're dealing with anything that happens in your life you associate it with a certain thing and then that's yeah, a certain trigger. event and mm -hmm. that's just it that's the thing people like with the clinical um studies and stuff a lot of it is stemmed from like one point of view right mm -hmm. whereas there is so there are so many different types of learning like mm -hmm. there's not one straight book right there's so many different avenues and everybody thinks different. Everybody's experience is different. And that's where a lot of like the clinical work, yes, there's some great psychiatrists out there. There's great counselors out there. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like demeaning the whole industry, <laughs> but a lot of them, I find that it's one straight narrow. This will work for all. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't work like that. Because like, even if you're looking at schools, for example, 
everybody learns different, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to have, you have to be able to bend and you got to know that one person's trauma, like you were just saying, may not be traumatic for somebody else. And it may not seem, make any sense on why it's traumatic for them, but because of all this other conditioning Mm -hmm. to get them to where that one action happened, Mm -hmm. breeds so many other different things. Like we don't, we, we didn't experience it, right? So you can't really look at one person's thing and be like, well, that's insignificant to, and then you look at someone else. Well, that seems like really significant. Like say like a rape victim, like that does, that is significant, Yeah. but you can't say someone that like you, for example, someone that fell off their bike and can't get on a bike, you can't say that there's a difference there because we're not experiencing those pain receptors that are going off and that fear receptors that are going off and the mental dysfunction that's happening as well internally. Because mm-hmm. we're not looking at account of everything that happened throughout their whole life. People are like a lot of times with clinical study and like clinical psychologists and things like that, they're dealing with just the root, like the, the issue at hand, not the root. Sorry. Mm-hmm. They're, they're dealing with the issue at hand and they're not getting to the root. And the root stems from a dysfunction that happened in adolescence at some mm-hmm. point and how you were developed. And that's because we are raised by humans. So we all have different experience. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I, as a parent myself, I just be like, oh my gosh, what, what did I pass on? That, <laughs> that I need to make amends for now. So oh, me too. I, I have a 12 year old daughter and I look back and I'm like, oh man. Well, you know, she's doing good and I have the tools now to help her. So, <laughs> Yes. Well, that's important too, you know, yeah. like, and we can make it fun, right? So yeah, she can. <laughs> exactly. Well, I know on one of your episodes, you talked about trauma um, bonding and mm. the effects, because when you're talking about, you know, shedding the emotional baggage and all that, we tend to connect with those people who I don't want to say enable us, but it is a form of enabling. Yeah. Yeah. But they also keep us stuck in our pain as well. Yes. Because they're still stuck in their pain, right? You it's Mm -hmm. birds of a feather. We flock together. And when you're growing and expanding, they're like, no, no, come back over here. It's fun in this shit bubble. Yeah. (laughs) Use my language. But like, they're like, we liked it over here. It was cozy. This dysfunction's great. And you're like, no, man, like this over here, you see the sun? Like, I want to go to the sun. It's warm. And they're like, no, stay over here. And that's definitely toxic bonding. And people don't even recognize that this is happening in like social dynamic, right? Mm-hmm. We deal with, this happens with family, friends, all sorts of like work situations. And they'll try to pull you back. And then you either get sucked back in Mm-hmm. Or you have to make that hard decision of, are these really the people that I want around me right now? And that's where I tell my clients too, when you're on that journey of healing, sometimes some people aren't meant to go with you where you are headed. That's true. Right. And it's not that they can't come there later. They're mm-hmm. just not meant to go right now. And so I tell my clients when they're going through this and they're finding that this toxic bonding is showing up in their life that they need to kind of shut that out for a bit. And, you know, you've got to set your firm boundaries. You've got to be like, hey, this is the path that I'm on. You may not understand it or respect it, but this is my firm boundary. So you need to go over there. If you want to come along on the journey here, I can take you with me, but we're going up. We're not staying here. 
if they don't want to, well, that's some, that's a hard part of the healing journey that I think that is the toughest part is recognizing that some people you can't have go with you. And it's, it, it's detaching from that. I think with the, like what I do to help my clients, that's the hardest part is recognizing the toxic bonding and pushing it aside for the moment. Because like I tell my clients, what happens right now is not the future. So th these people that aren't good for you right now, that aren't seeing the value of where you're going because they don't understand it because they're still stuck in their turmoil and their toxicity and they're like, they're whatever it is that they're dealing with they're mm -hmm. going to see you get to where you are come future right mm -hmm. and then from there you're they're going to be like oh man makita's doing awesome right yeah i want to do that uh -huh. how do i do that then they're going to get in touch with you and they're going to be like hey what's your secret some of them won't and that's okay but those aren't your people right and it's just taking that jump and it's really hard to take that jump because we feel that we're going to be alone but that's the thing that's what kind of why i created my facebook group too is so that we all have each other while we're going through that turmoil right you have people to lean on and you can talk and be like hey this is what's up with me today i need some support right because again when you don't have those support network and the, the people that were supporting you are trying to bring you back it makes it really hard to push through it makes it hard to make those changes and you then you end up back in the same circle that, and same cycle mm -hmm. and then the thought process like that victim head comes back and you just don't you feel so depreciated and you feel like you don't deserve it and it's this perpetual destructive cycle that's never ending it is so true but you know i heard <laughs> mentioned um one time before you know sometimes some people only come into your life for a season mm -hmm. so they're only there you know, you have to understand they, they have a purpose for that point in your life, but as you grow, you know, you, you will meet other people and they will all serve different, you know, purposes and yeah. come in different phases, but no, you can't, you can't take everyone with you because your journey is, is your own journey. No yeah. one else can walk it, but you. That's exactly it. We tend to forget that because we build these connections, right? Mm -hmm. And connections are great. We are, as humans, need interaction. We need it. It is in our DNA. Yes. <laughs> we crave we, it, really. Yes, we totally crave it. And so what I do is I help people to connect back with themselves, move past their past trauma, and then start creating healthier relationships within themselves, because that's where it starts. Mm -hmm. And then creating healthier relationships with everyone else, right? Because it starts with you first. But first thing is getting rid of that dysfunction, mm -hmm. letting it go. And we do that in a fun, whimsical way. <laughs> is that really then, like a yeah. first step? Like when you're, when you're working with people, just getting out of their head and mindset to. Yeah. My first step when I work with a client is getting them into a better mindset, 100%. So I work with them and then everybody is different. Like I do group, um, groups as and i also do one-on-ones mm -hmm. so it depends on what whether you're in a group if you're in a group i have a program called disentangled which is about unmasking from the past mm -hmm. and my group is a four-month course four-month course that i do with a group of people and we go over everything so the first one we like introduce ourselves and we build a network together right mm -hmm. and we get vulnerable and i teach you the fundamentals of first mindset, then the tools to grow, 
then how to maintain it. Mm -hmm. And then from there, how to enter, like initiate it into the world so that you're bringing in the abundance that you want. And this funny thing is it's not just relationships. What I do, because I, I use clinical and I use energy work. Mm-hmm. So through that, you, your whole world transforms. Your relationships get better with yourself, with other people. Money starts flowing in. Debt goes away. Like depression's gone. Like all this stuff, right? And it's beautiful because you're you're focusing on you changing mm-hmm. that, getting rid of that baggage, that initial trauma that's been holding you back from everything. And that's what people don't get is that one thing. And it could be more than one thing but it stems at one place. The root cause of it is one thing and then it bleeds, right? Yes. It bleeds out. So once we can initialize what that is and pull it out and get it out of you, like not like in a literal sense out of you, but like out of your mind, <laughs> yes. everything can start shifting. And then that's when I start giving you the tools because you can take the tools and run with them. But if you're not getting to the root cause of what's causing all your problems and why you're acting the way you are because of how you have been initially raised or how what happened to you because there again there are so many different things that that go into that not one person is the same as the other mm-hmm. so when we get to the root of it then you can start implementing the stuff and it will change whereas if you just do the stuff well it'll work for a little bit it'll be great for a little bit but then the dysfunction is going to come back in and take all of that away right yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, we learned some of our um, reactions and behaviors by, unfortunately, from our parents, how Mm -hmm. they deal with how they we watch them, how they deal with stress, how they handle money. Yeah. um, And some of the choices that we make. And as kids, they suck up everything. If they see that you can't handle stress or, you know, you get angry really quick and then they, they start mimicking how you handle these stressors and then they, mm-hmm. they let all of that come into their life and then they grow up with the same processes. Oh, 100%. It's like little mini-me's <laughs> running around. It's <laughs> <laughs> <is> so true. <laughs> yeah. And then people are wondering why they're doing these things but again it's the programming from when we're youth and why because we are raised by humans we are human we all make mistakes right and it's recognizing those mistakes and trying to better yourself and and then from there it betters other people and then life becomes so much easier and then you start attracting all this wonderful stuff that is true and i love the unmasking i love the 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 group and how you do the one-on-one to make everyone feel inclusive so it's something for everyone Mm -hmm. Whether you want to yeah. want to do it all together, but it's a safe environment that you can really get vulnerable without feeling like you're being judged or anything. Yeah, like well, that. my that's on my Facebook group. My Facebook group, if you look up in groups, the Nude Beach, you can find me, or you can look up in oh, what is it? Empowering. I gotta look it up. One second, I just changed it. So, <laughs> give me a sec here. Believe it is. Of course, my computer is going to be slow. Of course. (laughs) I mean, it couldn't be any other way. (laughs) Right? Okay, so if you type up groups, you can find me on the Nude Beach on Facebook. Or you can join my group with Empowering Souls Unmasking from Past Trauma in order to build healthier relationships. And so, like, I do run courses, Mm -hmm. but that is my free group. So anybody who joins, we empower each other in there. 
Like I encourage everybody to go in there. If you're having a bad day, write about it. We will all be there for you. If you have something that you've achieved, we want to know about it too. Like we want to be like, yes, you're winning this. That's amazing. Right. Yeah. Like It's about that community too. So not only like you're getting that for me for free, but then I do have courses. So you're not, there's many avenues for who, whatever your budget is. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause I want stuff to be accessible, but I also need to make a living. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, but I like it. You know, you, you're building confidence. You're finding your own empowerment and taking back your power. Yeah. You know? So I think that's so huge because sometimes we get stuck and we give situations power over the, over us. And when we take back that power, we find that confidence and the empowerment. We're saying, you know what? You don't control me. I control the situation. Yeah. Well, and this thing is so many people don't do that. Like, and there needs to be more of that because if we all did that, oh man, how our world would change. <laughs> yes, definitely. And that's just around everything around, you know, our relationships around family, career, you know, mm-hmm. so many different, you know, avenues and aspects, you know, for chances to, to really build the confidence, to let go of, you know, all these beliefs and things that we kind of hold on to that keep us locked into bad situations. Yeah. No, it's, it's true. It's 100%. But again, like it's easy to get out and mm-hmm. I'm here to let people know, like it is so easy. Just, you got to take the first step. Come join my free group. Yes. Y'all, <laughs> y'all heard that. Like she's spilling some great tea. If you haven't checked her out, you definitely should. And you also have this 21 day uh, free journal. Yes. On my right? website. Yes. Yeah. Anybody that goes to my website, you can check it out. Click on the link, put in your email. I will send you my 21 day journal to connect with your higher self. And it's awesome. It's 21 days to literally go inwards to connect with you because we are disconnected from ourselves on a daily basis. There's so many distractions, right? Mm -hmm. And so this prompts you over 21 days. And my other thing, the reason why it's 21 days is it takes 21 days to implement change. Mm -hmm. So true. So every day in this journal, I will ask you questions. Like I will have a written question. And you have to go into yourself and answer it. And you're going to be surprised. Like you may have some goals. Mm-hmm. And then after you do this, you're like, holy crap, those aren't even my goals. <laughs> These are my goals. Yes. And then you're, you're pushed in the direction of where you're actually supposed to be headed. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's my, the, that's what I, I'd like to bring to the world. I want to help people get onto the path that is destined for them and help clear away the garbage that's not serving them. That is my mission. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And, you, and you're doing a great job of it. I do have one, uh, one more question for you. You're, you do so <laughs> much for other people. How do you give back and practice self-care for yourself? Oh, I have so many ways. <laughs> so <laughs> I do a daily ritual for myself. It is like my meditative practice. Um, I wake up and I make myself matcha. And I sit outside and listen to my chickens. And then I like, I go to work after I'm done work. I go down to the lake and I go paddleboarding. Like this is my daily thing. I love it. And it makes me feel great. And if, if I can't make it because it's like say storming or cold outside, then, you know, a nice hot shower. If I can get to a bubble bath then mm-hmm. bubble baths are really nice. I do a lot of journaling. Um, I do a lot of face masks. <laughs> <laughs> I try to eat as healthy as I can. Like I just 
switched to a vegetarian diet um, about six months ago awesome. to get more nutrients in my body. And mm-hmm. yeah, so I, there's many different ways that I do self-love. <laughs> and you laugh. I love that. I, I thought I was the only one that laughed. I laugh so much all the time. And oh, it feels good. <laughs> it does. It really does. It's like this relaxation comes over you when you laugh, the endorphins rush and you're just like, you yeah. It's also right. contagious. <laughs> like, how can you be upset if someone's laughing and having a good time, right? And it's not like to make fun. It's just to have fun. <laughs> yes, that is so, so true. <laughs> <laughs> well, is there anything else you wanted to share with us? No, that's about it. I do really thank you for having me on your show. And I look forward to you coming as a guest online tomorrow. Like, that's going to be awesome. <laughs> it is. I'm excited. <laughs> For all of my listeners, I will have information in the show notes. So do not be upset if you feel like you missed something or, you know, you want to connect with her. I'll have her Instagram, Facebook page and website in the show notes for you. So you will be able to connect and follow her as well as information on her, her podcast, because I I really do love your podcast. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Yes. It is very, um, it's so open and honest and just really makes you like, okay, I need to do a little work here, you know, but I'm glad I'm, <laughs> I'm, glad I'm not alone. <laughs> yeah. I, I get told a lot that I was from uh, people that watch it in the comments. Oh man, you just called me out, but you did it in such a nice way. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. I really, really love this conversation. Yes. Thank you for having me. I had a blast. (laughs) Thank you. Super. Wow. That was Janine and she is the podcast host of the nude beach. So amazing. We're talking about unmasking, letting go of all these superficial things that control us, that we, we live by these rules that really don't exist, but in our own heads and it's something freeing about just letting things go and living by your own rules, your own standards, and just saying, you know what? I don't care about any of that anymore. I'm just going to do me in a way that makes me happy. So check out Janine. Like she said, she is giving away a free 21 day journal that you can sign up for today. And like I said, you will have all her information in the show notes. Check her out. You don't want to miss it. Now, as we slide into our tea of the week, it is one of my most favorites, really one of my huge favorites. It's Bella Kula. And I love it because it has this apple rose hip orange and it actually has pineapple pieces in this stuff guys like oh my goodness you're talking about a tea that you can drink cold or hot delicious no matter how you do it just do it you can get this tea at beautifullyunbalanced.com slash shop now if you want to come on time for tea with makita and spill a little tea Or maybe you have some topics you want to hear. Email me at time, the number four, T, T T-E-A, Makita, M-I-K-I-T-A. 
at gmail.com. I would love to hear you guys' feedback and what you think. Don't forget to download and get those alerts. So every time we release an episode, you will be the first one to get the notification. All righty. Now, next week episode is going to be piping hot. You're not going to want to miss it. I'm not going to give anything away. I'm just going to tell you, you better stay tuned because the tea gets hotter and hotter. Until next time, namaste.